All right, so the WHO has declared that dogs can't spread COVID-19, so they're allowed out of quarantine. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Slow clap. <laughs> Should we start with the numbers? I feel like that's... I think I'm going to start titling the episodes with the numbers of cases in Canada or in Ontario. Okay, well, Ontario has 177 cases today. 177. And Canada has, um, I don't know, 400, low 400s. Right. 404 maybe. I honestly can't remember. Okay, low 400s. Um, so today was a day of press conferences. Mm-hmm. It started with Doug Ford, which I didn't listen to, but I read that they asked for a voluntary closure of bars and restaurants and daycares and basically anything that is remaining open right. that has a large number of people. And then um, the federal government did a whole bunch of press conferences. It started with a speech by Justin Trudeau, who's in quarantine, and he was late to the pulpit. Mm. And so they just had the camera on the pulpit with his door in the background. We were waiting. And then Avery was like, <laughs> what are we waiting for? And I explained. And he's like, well, maybe they should go knock on the door. <laughs> and I thought that was a great idea, but nobody did. Yeah. So we all waited patiently. And then Justin Trudeau came out and he said that they were closing the border. They weren't going to allow in anyone except Canadian citizens is what I thought he said. Mm-hmm. And then I must have been distracted because I was watching two children. But somewhere in there he said, Everyone except Canadian citizens banned and also except U.S. citizens. They can come in too. Mm -hmm. And everybody was just like, what? (laughs) The U.S. is like the biggest threat to importing COVID-19. Why in the world would they be the exception? Mm -hmm. And they got asked that question for the rest of the day, whoever was giving the press conference, I think they just kept getting asked that question and the answers just boils down to money, I think. Yeah. But they also they said don't hurt trade they're relations. assessing day by day, so it may yet close to U.S. citizens. I have a feeling there's a lot of pressure now. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of pressure on them. So maybe sometime this week that will happen as the U.S., yeah, as we both get worse, the pressure will increase. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, so then the Beaverton had the best assessment of that, which is that Justin Trudeau announced that we are now exclusively importing COVID-19 <laughs> from the U.S. Yeah. And from no other country. So good. So very exclusive deal with the U.S. The other thing I want to capture before I forget, it just came into my head because mm-hmm. you mentioned Avery. We had the conversation with Avery this morning just about what this thing is and why he's staying home from school extra days and all this stuff. And I feel like he didn't really care. He didn't really care that there's this cold. We tried to say that there was this cold. It's a really bad cold that Mm -hmm. could kill a lot of people. Did you say that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, but then later (laughs) he just asked, (laughs) 
what did he say he said he are we said, gonna die are we all going to die soon <laughs> now but I he know didn't why. seem worried at all about it he and didn't it was seem... very matter of fact he was just are we all gonna die soon mm, no so then we had to have another conversation he didn't seem worried about it at all though he was it's pretty... mostly because a family i feel like it's more that a family friend a close friend's mom died recently. Anyways, you told him that it's going to kill a lot of people. I said a lot of people could die, I think is what I said. I maybe would have left that part out, but yes. Great. I mean, that's why. I mean, that explains why he asked if we were all going to die. So. <laughs> okay, moving on. There were more conferences. I was building a box fort. I didn't hear them. Um, but then, oh, but then Toronto News, the, um, I forget her name, Eileen, Dr. Eileen, somebody, mm-hmm. Toronto Public Health, ordered all bars and restaurants to close tonight by midnight or risk some kind of penalty. Mm. Sounded like she was trying to make it have teeth. It wasn't a please, pretty please. Well, it sounded like they were, was it an order? It sounded like they're going to get orders if people didn't listen. Yeah. It's very strange. Like it was like, this isn't legally binding, but if you don't do it, we'll make it legally binding. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try. Or something like that. We'll try and find ways to. So basically consider this an order. It kind of sounded like. So then also today I just continued my graph obsession trying to figure out how we compare to other countries and it's just so hard because we're so early. And so so the, what's the site again that we that you found that's so good? World. Okay. Well, there's two now. Data so world. Our world in data.org slash coronavirus yeah. is very good. Um, and they have all kinds of graphs where you can decide what countries you want to see. But then today a new site just launched, which does not have an easy name for me to say. They've titled it COVID-19 in Canada, but it's not, I couldn't find it in Google yet. Mm. Um, But I'm sure it'll be rising in the search results. And it's just Canadian data, so we can finally see a good curves and my my do they look exponential mm-hmm. they're not at all reassuring for canada or for ontario mm. um yeah so we're doing all this social distancing we started really in earnest on saturday so this was like day three Lots of pictures today on Twitter of the of TTC vehicles just empty. Mm-hmm. We live right in front of a small bus route. And I was watching TTC buses go by all day. I think I watched four or five and looked at them. And only one of them had people on them. So s- at least some people are social distancing. But we're only on day three. And so we still have so many more days to go before we start to see it in the actual curve of people infected. And right now, Canada and I think Ontario too, we're doubling. Our doubling time has shrunk. I 
think the last time I talked about doubling time, our cases were doubling every four days, which felt pretty good. Mm -hmm. And now they seem to be doubling every two days. So we're still probably going to get in two more doubles before we see the effects of the social distancing, mm -hmm. which will come gradually because the social distancing was kind of brought in step by step, day by day. Mm -hmm. So um, let's see, Canada has 400 cases now. So then 800, 1600 cases before we hope it starts to die down. Ontario has, what did I say? 177. 400 in Canada. Yeah. 177, yeah. The Khan Academy video on predicting the number of people with coronavirus, with COVID-19 in your area is fascinating. He does a really good job of explaining it's it makes it very simple to see how you estimate the actual numbers from the tested numbers i mean you're making some assumptions about how many people are getting tested so it's still variable based on that but very interesting mm -hmm. yes yeah, so i just did the quick math for ontario and we could have oh i forgot it already <laughs> but we could have like 800 cases before we're leveling off which is very no 700 708 cases which is pretty far from the 320 that i predicted huh. the last time we did this exercise because the cases started doubling Fast. faster and so here we are more doubles like an, I got an extra double in there mm -hmm. why are they doubling faster the thing is most cases still seem to be travel related so is it well a whole bunch of people are probably trying to come back before they close the borders so right. maybe there's a rush of infected so people coming back I mean a lot of the people who were diagnosed with COVID-19 today and yesterday their cases say pending. So we don't know if they're community or if they're travel. So if those are community, then we start to have kind of native growth and our numbers are going to grow as they grow. But when they're travel related, it's just kind of weird that they're growing exponentially. It's like they're growing exponentially because the world's cases are growing exponentially and it doesn't have anything to really to do with us. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. just more people in the world have it and people come here. And so we get more every day because the world's getting exactly. more every day. Yeah. And that's not our fault. Yeah. But soon with board, <coughs> like with the borders closing for the most part, that should level. Like, so maybe we're seeing a worse mm -hmm. case right now. So if a lot of our cases are travel related yeah then that will like everyone's scrambling to get back to the country and oh, then, then like and then like people that don't have like symptoms are trying to get back into the country yeah and but then they get it after they come in mm -hmm. they better follow advice to self isolate mm -hmm. yeah so this week is it's just a waiting game and then every every day 
I'm going to look at the graphs and look at how we compare to other countries yeah. on different metrics. And I got to tell you, people, we're not Japan. I was really hoping we were Japan. We're not Japan. Japan's doubling time at this stage and their outbreak was like 10 days. So they cracked down. They yeah. just, they were on top of this. Mm-hmm. We're not Japan. I, I had hopes. Us, not us. Right now, we're just smack dab in the middle of all those European cases. We're growing just like France was or Germany was or Spain was at the beginning. Mm. But I don't know about Germany. I need to look into this. But at least like more than Spain or quicker than Spain, we're taking action quicker than France. We're taking action Mm -hmm. like we're taking action very I think very early on. So we have a chance to be a Denmark. Denmark's curve. I don't even know if this is real data. It looks like a, like a, like a table, like an L, (laughs) like it was going straight up and then it just, it just turned. I don't, I I don't think, I don't know why that is. They ran out of tests. What the issue with that curve was, but they put a lid on it. Mm -hmm. And I remember the day, I think they had 400 cases and they just announced the whole country was shutting down that day. They just did it all in one day. What took us like four days to do. So I don't think we'll have that dramatic of an outcome because we probably wasted four days, but Hmm. I think, but I'll keep you posted. I'll keep obsessively watching the curves while pretending I'm watching my children. Thank you. The, I think I'm still, I think Overall, I still feel like, I guess it's because we're paying attention to these announcements. Maybe in all these other countries, they were having announcements like this. I don't know. But it feels like the leaders in our city, province, and country, like everyone's honed in on the problems. They understand, the, they clearly understand the problem, which I, I don't think I get that from the U.S. still. Like, I feel like whenever I see one of the administration there, except for the one guy, the one medical guy, everybody else seems to be trying to downplay. There's still a hint of downplaying things. Yeah, nobody's pretending U.S. is the model to follow here. Yeah. But like Germany, Germany knew what they, they started closing down schools like on a local level very early. Like Mm -hmm. they, they knew what was going on. Yeah. But so, yeah, I think the other thing that keeps running around in my head right now is a lot of people are very anxious, scared. Anxious is probably a better word. Anxious mm-hmm. about where we are and concerned about where we're going, how long it's going to last, what our lives are going to look like. Like, is this like there's. Like, does this change the fabric of society for the next yes conceivable future? For like, sure. Like, do we have concerts <coughs> anymore? Do we have, like, will we have, will there be a, do we already make that the joke I about say. COVID stock? Did that? We did. Like, yes. You we know, did make that would joke. Would that already. even exist anymore? It's not a double joke. Okay. First of all, nobody's joke. having COVID stock. But I like who knows how it will change it, but it's just very clear. You can't have 
when ha- a when has there ever been an event like this in our lifetime yeah, that never. has immediately impacted almost every country in the world mm-hmm. there have been far lesser events that have impacted the world greatly mm-hmm. so yeah there's no way that this doesn't change our lives forever but in what way i have no idea because we don't even know what's going to happen yet yeah i think what and i think the other thing that you know with with caden being born with 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 health challenges and kind of i don't know having gone through a period when things were very uncertain and scary for health for health reasons with a family member it I don't know. There's some parallels now, it feels like, where things are very uncertain and someone could get very sick and I don't know. It feels like what I grasped or I tried, the the thing that I kept trying to tell myself to feel better or to give myself something to focus on, something constructive to focus on, I guess, was that there's things that I can control and there's things that I can't control. I'm not going to worry about the things I can't control, but I'm going to make sure I do everything I can for the, you know, to change, to make sure the things I have control over, I make sure those things go as well as they can and have the, and believe that the things that, that there are opportunities almost in these I guess the book is, there's a book that I read called Obstacle is the Way, which is the thing, the challenge that you're facing, that the thing, there are so many opportunities within that for you to, I don't know, I don't know what the right term is, but there are just opportunities to exploit within that experience. And so going through this right now, there are, I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're being supported by so many people that know about Caden and know about kind of our ex like slightly more vulnerable, we're slightly more vulnerable maybe mm-hmm. than some people and people are asking through email and want to know how we're doing. And people, some colleagues from work put us on an emergency contact list <laughs> and people are checking in daily. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's sort of, it's neat to see people pulling together and taking yeah. care of each other and I think for me, the experience with Caden just made me far more resilient. Mm-hmm. M- it built resiliency with um, high levels of stress and uncertainty and lack of control, mm-hmm. which this situation has in spades, but so did the situation when Caden came home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. More so because that was only one life at risk, but that was the one life we were fully in control of and (laughs) meant Mm -hmm. very much to us. So, Mm -hmm. um, so the amount of stress at that time was so bad that like the left side of my body started to go numb (laughs) and the doctors thought maybe it's because I have a bulge in a disc in my neck, but, uh, I don't think so. I think it was psychosomatic because I don't have it anymore Mm -hmm. and I still have the bulge in my neck. Mm-hmm. no numbness I think it was just psychosomatic so I mean mm-hmm. <coughs> have a lot of experience dealing with stress from things that you can't control 
which means that I have a lot of tools for dealing with stress that I can't control. And one of those tools is Ativan, mm. which I thought today should just now become an over-the-counter <laughs> drug for everybody. <laughs> for the next, <laughs> until COVID-19 <laughs> is over. the COVID-19 pandemic mm -hmm. is over, mm -hmm. over-the-counter Ativan. That's my suggestion to help everybody. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, yeah, definitely I deal with, with these unknowns better now than I used to. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what you're, I think what you're saying is that making me think of, you know, there's the only thing we can do is we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we see those things or how we deal with those things. And so you can find control in that. And in I think how you deal with it. Yeah. How you, s how the perspective you take on it, mm -hmm. whether it's, yeah, it's just whether you feel anxious about the things you can, if you focus on the things that make you anxious or taking action on the things that you have control over. I think, and it's it's sort of like, I think that the more you do take action on the things that you can control, mm -hmm. you can't, th it's like you can't do two things at once. It's like mm -hmm. the, if that's for, I feel like this, just talking it to each other, planning what we want to talk about, about this to process these thoughts, mm -hmm. that's going through my mind at least almost all day. And it's pushing out maybe in a very overly simplistic like it's almost too simple, but I think I'm just mm -hmm. pushing out kind of some of these other thoughts by filling the space with something else that I can do. Yeah. This yeah. Use, you know. And I had the opportunity to talk to an old friend today because she wasn't at work <laughs> on mm -hmm. a Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, and she said a similar thing. We were talking about all the vulnerable people that are getting hurt by all this social distancing and shutting down of everything and, and mm -hmm. just how overwhelming that was. And she's like, I can't think about it on a grand scale, but there are a few people in my life and community mm -hmm. who are vulnerable and I know ways to help them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to help them in That's those good. ways. And I thought that was a good way to be. We should probably make some more phone calls and send more emails just to check in mm -hmm. people that we know. Yes, we should. Okay. Have well, we done it? I think we've done it. It's another late bedtime for Tanya. Right. The last thing I wanted to put in there was the Andrew Coyne. He mentioned, I think it really does capture what it feels like right now too for me, which is that he said it was like 1940. May 1940. May 1940. We don't quite, I mean, <laughs> obviously before World War II, but. No, it was during World War During II. World War II. Listen, you probably should have looked this up. Should we should have you. looked this up before demonstrating Bring my lack up. of history knowledge. We only have like a theory of what he meant by that. But the theory that we have is that it was the beginning of the war and everybody was optimistic that it would be over quickly and everyone would be home by Christmas and, and it, lasted it wouldn't be that bad. And it lasted till 1945. Yeah. So it's they still had a ways to go. Some people at this stage get the are starting to get the feeling that it's going to be a while, but other people 
are thinking it's going to be short. Mm-hmm. And then he also begged Jane Philpot to come back. <laughs> yeah, and everyone he wants for the government. Twitter really wants Jane Philpot to come back and yeah. work for the government. I Somehow, I don't think she's being invited back. But she should just make. She's poli- doing it from Twitter. She should just put. Yeah, well, she already got the graph <laughs> fixed, <laughs> yeah. didn't she? The Canada graph. I don't know that they fixed it, but oh. yeah, she asked the government to fix a graph. She's just like, what? What is this? Epi curve, people. Uh-huh. Doesn't have totals. It's incorrect. So she's on it. She's on it from Twitter. She's government by Twitter. Don't worry. Jane Philpott's got our backs. Right. The good news about the numbers today, I think, is that Ontario's numbers didn't have another huge jump today. Yesterday, they jumped by 38%, which was a bit scary, and we weren't sure if... Um, that was kind of a tip of the iceberg type thing like our increased testing was suddenly catching more a lot more cases Mm -hmm. Um, but then today they only grew by 25 percent to 177 which was good but also that probably reflects testing on a sunday which could be its own thing but anyways let's take the win let's take (laughs) the win (laughs) canada's numbers however went up 34 percent so that wasn't great i think bc had a big jump today We'll, we'll take the win. Mm-hmm. Let's end it there. Good night. Wrap it up. Good night.